good afternoon with KSOM and KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. Atlantic firefighters called out to a garage fire this morning. Mandy Billings has this report. Yes, the Atlantic Fire Department is currently on scene at 402 Lens Street. It's actually in the garage of the back side of the house in the alley there. Uh, very light smoke coming from the garage at this time. There is a four-wheeler sitting on the outside of the garage. It looks pretty well burned up at this time, but otherwise it looks like things are under control here at 402 Lynn Street, Tom. Thank you very much, Mandy. Another round of winter weather's on the way. Brooke Kagenhoff with the National Weather Service in Des Moines is two rounds of snow starting this afternoon or forecast. Uh, so the first one later this afternoon and into kind of the overnight hours, we're looking at a really quick moving system and they'll come across Light snow accumulations under an inch. In most cases, people will likely just see a quick dusting. Um, and that'll be, yeah, a late this afternoon. Could make roads a little slick for the evening commute as people head home tonight and then through the overnight. That should taper off by the time we get to Thursday morning. That's Brooke Hagenhoff, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Roy, and She says round two will move in on Thursday. Thursday afternoon, kind of around the lunch hour and then thereafter. Um, and into the overnight. And this has a potential for a little more snow, nothing like what we've seen recently, um, but we could pick up a quick kind of two to three inches of snow, um, maybe potential for a little bit more than that, but generally in the two to, two to three inch range. Um, and again, that'll be like Thursday afternoon through the overnight and then tapering off by Friday morning. This will be the really light, fluffy snow um, that's easily blowable. And we do have um, some elevated winds uh, with this, so there is a, a little bit of a potential for some blowing snow, especially with the snow back here. It'll be really easy to blow on top of that existing snow that we've got. So something to keep in mind for people that are out and about Thursday afternoon and then especially for that Friday morning commute as well. Eight Southwest counties are under a wind chill advisory from 6 p.m. on Thursday to noon on Friday. According to the National Weather Service, the counties in the advisory include Monona, Harrison, Pottawatomie, Shelby, Mills, Montgomery, Fremont, and Page. A forecast expect frigid wind chills as low as 40 below zero. Atlantic Police Department will begin issuing citations for overdue parking beginning today. Atlantic Police Chief Devin Hogue says this will assist the street department with continuing street to clean up efforts. Yeah, so the street department and public works, obviously for days on end now, have been um, kind of behind the behind the gun here trying to get the streets cleared and, you know, make the roads passable. Um, along with that has come vehicles that haven't moved um, totally understand that there's not a lot of off-street parking in the city of Atlantic, so that's where people need to park. But at the same time, the street departments need to keep things cleared and, and keep things moving. Chief Hogue says the city ordinance states parking is limited to 24 hours on any public street, alley, or city-owned off-street parking area following the end of snowfall. Given that and the temperatures that we had Sunday and Monday, um, we were not pressing that issue understanding that it wasn't ideal for people to be outside. Um, but now as the public works is still trying to clear the streets, um, when, that, when that doesn't happen and cars don't move, they look to us to assist them with getting cars moved. So put out our notice on Facebook, you know, to give everybody a heads up that we would be out today. Um, but at this point, we're falling under city ordinance. We're days past due of cars being needing to at least be moved and cleared off. Um, so, you know, citations are going to be begin to be issued for that. Residents are asked to move these vehicles that have not been moved since the past weekend snowfall event. 
People said their last goodbyes as Perry High School principal Dan Marburger's body returned home. Residents gathered outside the school to give their farewell to Mr. Marburger. He died Sunday from his injuries sustained in the school shooting earlier this month. His visitation will be at Perry Elementary School Gym Friday at 10. His funeral will be on Saturday at 10 at the Lutheran Church of Hope. Governor Reynolds has ordered all flags in Iowa to be lowered at half-staff and continue at half-staff until sunset on the day of Mr. Marburger's funeral and interment. Shalimar Macedis with Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation reporting to the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday that they have a lot going on in rural Pottawatomie County. One project taking up a lot of Mazetta's time is the Old Walnut High School project. We've got a developer that is going to turn the 1913 building in Walnut into apartments. We're thinking we can get 14 to 15 apartments out of it. Right now we are doing the capital stack on that, so figuring out how to get it funded because it's quite a heavy lift. It is going to have ADA accessible, so it's going to have an elevator lift put into it. We're hoping that it's going to open up for aging in place. So our hope is that this is a place that residents can come that maybe don't need the giant five-bedroom Victorian that somebody else would really love with all the family. And this gives them somewhere to stay in their community with their people, but in a little bit smaller place that has more accessible and is easier to get around. Mazetta says another project they're working on is uh, Project Pineapple, a manufacturing industrial company that is located in Carter Lake. We are working on a developer's agreement with Carter Lake. We just opened for public comment on 22nd at their council meeting. It was supposed to be last night because of the holiday they moved to the 22nd, so it'll open then. Um, excited to see that. It's going to be a $15 million project in uh, Carter Lake, which is going to be great. It also um, brings in 55 new jobs into the area, which is pretty cool. Mazatis, as this is a previously blighted building that will be upgraded and updated next to, to the golf course. Advanced South with Iowa Corporation is an economic development organization serving all communities in Pottawatomie County with a focus on business attraction, retention, entrepreneurship, and site development. Iowa legislators are in the second week of the 2024 legislative session. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds tells KSOM KS95 News she's excited about her educational package. Governor Reynolds says AEAs will not end services that people depend on. They are not reducing special education funding at all, but instead giving control of the funding to those who work directly with your child daily. Uh, I know it's it's scary sometimes and tough to talk about AEAs, but I want to, I want your listeners to hear me. Uh, we are not cutting a dime from special education funding. We are just bringing accountability into it, uh, making sure that those that are you know that the AEAs are focused on special education. We're not where we need to be. Uh, we're, you know, 30th or below, not ranking where we should be. Uh, we're failing on some of the federal requirements. And so we have to do something differently. And so we put a plan together that we think will start to address that. Governor Reynolds is rolling out a literacy reform initiative that gives every elementary teacher training in the science of reading at no cost to the school district. It's proven to work. States that have done it, they've seen significant increases uh, in their reading scores for the kids, and that's key to everything that we do. Governor Reynolds also wants young Iowans to see the teaching profession as one of the highest callings one can have. She asked the legislature to invest $96 million to increase starting pay by 50% to $50,000 and 
and set a minimum salary of 62000 for teachers with at least 12 years of experience. $10 million would also be allocated to a merit-based grant program to reward teachers who have gone above and beyond to help their students succeed. This would put Iowa in the top five states for starting pay and help recruit better potential of teachers. While Social Security benefits uh, critical for elderly and rural residents will increase 3.2% this year, averaging about $59 more per month. However, that is significantly lower increase than last year, according to AARP Oklahoma State Director Sean Voskiel. The 2024 cost of living adjustment marks a big drop from the 8.7% in 2023 as inflation cooled considerably in 2023. But consumer prices still went up. And that's all before we consider increases in Medicare. If you are enrolled in Medicare, chances are you have premiums for Part B deducted directly from your Social Security payments. Beneficiaries got a rare respite from that offset effect in 2023 as the big cost of living adjustment was accompanied by a big drop in Medicare premiums. But the offset is back in 2024 with the standard monthly Part B rate rising to about $10 a month off the COLA gain. And the Boscule warns scammers love this time of year when they know those increased payments are starting to go out. He offers a few tips to keep you safe. Pause and take a breath. Scammers like to cause a strong emotional response. Stop and think. Better yet, hang up or ignore that message. Don't transfer money. Anyone demanding immediate payment of a fee or debt by gift card, cryptocurrency, or wire transfer is a sure mark of a scam. Be skeptical and don't provide personal or financial data like Social Security or bank account numbers. Learn more tips like these online at aarp.org forward slash aarp live. Produce the Park is seeking to hire a farmer's market manager. According to the press release, applicants must have marketing skills, event promotion, and a passion for the community. This part-time position manages Produce the Park's weekly summer farmer's market on Thursday evenings in Atlantic City Park and the four-holiday farmer's market just before Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, and Easter. Produce the Park Farmer's Market does not just focus on local food and craft vendors. The events create community by offering activities and entertainment for people of all ages. While knowledge of local food and business management skills are preferred, the market manager will be primarily responsible for marketing and promoting the farmer's market through social media, radio and print media, as well as vendor and sponsor recruitment and scheduling market activities and entertainment. In this part-time position, the market manager must be on site in Atlantic at all farmers markets from setup through cleanup, while market preparation work can be done off-site on a flexible schedule. The position requires approximately 20 hours a week from mid-May through mid-October and about 5 to 10 hours a week in the off-season. The position is expected to pay $15 to $20 per hour, depending on experience. Produce in the Park is a nonprofit organization, and the market manager will report to a board of directors who set market policies and deadlines. For additional details on the position and to apply, you can visit produceinthepark.atlanticiowa.com slash now-hiring.hotmail. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.